We'll talk about a topic called Hamar Medina, which is translates the wine of the country. And it's referring to a case of a substitute for wine when one wants to make Havdalah. And, um, and again, according to some opinions, also for Kish during the day. So the Gemara is in Dav Kuv Zayin, page 107 in Psachim. And it brings there that Amemar, he was um, at a certain town and he wanted to make Havdalah. They didn't have wine. And since he had no wine, he wasn't able to make Havdalah. And he didn't eat that night. He went to sleep. The next, um, was fasting. The next morning, they made a big effort to find wine for him. And he made Havdalah on the wine and left. The next year, he came back to the town. And again, he wanted to make Havdalah. They had no wine for him. So they brought him a beer. Now, I should have mentioned that the, the Gemara brings that the first time, the year before that, they also brought him beer, but he didn't want to drink it for Havdalah. So again, this year is the second time they bring him the beer, and he says, uh-huh, if they don't bring me wine, and last time they couldn't bring me wine, so it must be that this is like the Hamar Medina. This is like a substitute for the wine. This is their wine in place of that, and therefore he made Havdalah on it. And of course, there's a lot of, uh, I guess, details we could uh, extrapolate, from, uh, extrapolate from this Gemara, but the theme was that the Gemara brings there that a Mamer, for at least Havdalah purposes, did rely on using a type of beer, which was the apparent important beverage of that place in place of wine. So now <coughs> the question brings, uh, the, the question that is uh, for us is, can we make Kiddush if we don't have wine? Can we use a beer for Kiddush or Havdalah? So seemingly the Gemara over there brings that a member really wasn't, was very hesitant about doing Havdalah on beer. But eventually, when he saw that the situation was very difficult, he allowed it. So now, um, f- the first thing is, what is the location uh, that we are talking about? How difficult is it for us to receive wine? And only then is, is a substitute allowed? Or is it, you know, you just don't have any available wine, so now you can use um, something else? So, in the Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe, same in um, 272, the Alter Rebbe brings in Sif Yud and Yudalf. So, in Sif Yud, he talks about two opinions. What's the um, requirement of how you define a country uh, or a region? Thus, if they don't have available wine, you could use a substitute. The first opinion says um, that as long as there is a lack of wine, meaning that everybody in that country normally drinks wine, but it just happens to be that there's just nothing available to this person, not, not, you know, he doesn't have any, and they're not selling any, then you could use a substitute for wine. That's more or less the first opinion. And then the second opinion holds that even if there's no wine available, this is the Rashmam, says even if there's no wine available, but you could um, go to a store and buy it from a Chenvani, so then that's not considered that there's no wine available, and therefore there wouldn't be any leniency to rely on a different beverage as a default substitute for wine. According to that, it would be very difficult today to ever allow the concept of a substitute for wine, like beer or something. The Alter concludes that the minig is to be lenient and to use even chamar uh, medina, even if they sell it in the stores. The main thing is, is that since you don't have it available right now, you can 
um, you can use it. And of course, he says it's not lechatchila. It's only, you know, it's not the mitzvah in a muvchar. But if you don't really have anything available, so then you can, even though they sell it, but you just don't have any, you would be allowed to do, um, um, you could use a substitute for the wine. Now, let's talk about for a moment, what, uh, when can we use this substitute according to the lenient opinion that we have some tradition or minhag, like the Ramah, that we are able to rely on using Khamar Medina as long as it's not available. So, against the leniency, but does it apply only by Havdalah, as the Gemara had said, or does it apply for Kiddush as well? So according to the Rambam, he says it's clearly only talking about Havdalah. You couldn't use a substitute like beer or something if it was not Havdalah. And according to the Rush, it's brought down in Shochanach, and the Alter brings it, the Rush holds that at nighttime, certainly you can't make Kiddush on beer, but during the daytime, you'd have to make Kiddush on, on bread. Chala, like a Mishnah. But during the daytime, since the whole concept of Kiddush during the daytime is less severe, it's not, uh, you've made Kiddush already during the night, so it's more lenient, the whole concept during the day. So you could make um, Kiddush on uh, Hamar Medina during Kiddush by daytime. And that's, and, 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 and again, even though that it's, it's proper to be stringent, that you should always try to use wine, but the rush holds that during the daytime, Shabbos, Kiddush, morning, you could use Chamar Medina as well. And the Alter Rebbe also says that we can follow the view of the Rush. Okay, so now the question that we'll trust is, can you use Chamar Medina? What is, what is, what we'll call Chamar Medina today? Is it only beer? So it would be beer. And the Farshim explain that what is, what, how do we, how do we, define it. In other words, I don't have wine, so now I'm using the new wine of this place. It's like in place of wine. So what's this svara? So one place, the Alter Rebbe says, in, in the Sif Yud, he says, that it's the derech roiv That in the, if it was a place where people set their meals on that beverage, in that case it's a beer, or another important drink, so then it would be considered like a wine and it could substitute wine. So therefore it qualifies for Hamar Medina. So some posts can say, okay, beer would qualify and certain alcohols that are like, you know, people drink regularly and they have, invo- they have importance. And we could say the same thing with, um, with um, coffee. Many posts can want to say we should extend it to coffee. They want to say that it, uh, coffee, but it can't be like some unimportant, you know, like, warm, let's drink warm, or so to a tea, that if you drink it warm, and it's a drink, and, it, and, and you know, it's something you honor people, you're not shrinking as a Ramosha Feinstein in Grismosha says, it's not that you're drinking it cold, I'm sorry, it's not that you're drinking it um, because you're thirsty, he says you're drinking it, you know, to honor, to honor people, so then it has an importance, based on that, and based on other poskim, they say, if you were using tea, the tea should actually be warm. It shouldn't be cold. If you're going to use cold tea or like cold coffee, it's not an important type of drink. could be a big problem because it's not something that people would use this to honor. If I, if I ran out of wine and I say, oh, I need to make havdalah, let me use, um, let me use some, a tea bag and throw it into some cold water. That's really a joke. It's not, it's not important. And it wouldn't be right to use that 
for Chamar Medina. But if it was warm and the way when a person drinks it, it's, it affects them in a way that it's, it has importance, right? So then, then it would be okay. Um, according to many Svartim, those who follow Vadi um, Yosef, he holds that only actual alcoholic beverages could qualify, and he doesn't want to use a Chamar Medina for um, coffee and tea, even if they're warm. However, as I said, the, the, the Ashkenazi Poskim and in Chabad would rely on warm tea or warm coffee. Um, it's also brought that the Alter Rebbe did make um, Havdalah on, on hot coffee. Not hot, but warm at least, or the like, um, before his, his passing. And uh, obviously, the fact that he did that shows that if he holds it, it's, it's fine, totally fine. Of course, maybe there wasn't a wine available, or again, if someone is not able to do on wine, so they could be definitely use that under those circumstances. So again, for Havdalah, we're more lenient. Now, just to, um, just I guess one more point, which is, so again, what other liquids could possibly qualify for Chemar Medina? So it's, um, they say that anything like Coca-Cola and uh, sodas that are just popular drinks, those are not Chemar Medina, why? Because it doesn't make a difference that it's a popular drink. People drink it because they're thirsty. Water is also very popular. So there's nothing to do with that. It has to do with the chashivas, the importance of the, of the beverage. As we said also from Rabbi Shafajdin and others, that you have to be, um, you know, you're not drinking because you're thirsty. You drink because it is a thing to honor someone. So therefore, um, so soda would not work. Um, and then that brings us to the question about alcohol. We said that, yes, you know, if it's a nice alcoholic beverage, which has importance, certainly beer could work for Chamar uh, Medina during, um, you know, Havdalah, and if needed, Kish during the daytime if you don't have wine. Um, however, you know, this, um, let's talk about for a moment vodka. You know, some people say, well, you know, why can't you make uh, Kiddush on vodka? So it's actually interesting, this week's Parsha Shmini, it's brought down, you know, about how the B'nai Aron, they couldn't go, they shouldn't drink wine in it, and they shouldn't get intoxicated going to the Mishkan. On a, on a talk from the Lubavitch Rebbe in Tavshin Chav Gimel, 1963, he mentioned, you know, about the importance of being careful of not getting, you know, you know, being careful with getting drunk and the damages that it can have and how people have to be careful about what alcohol they, you know, how much they consume. It should not be in a way where they, they you know, are doing things which can cause negative things that can come out from it. The Rebbe mentions there that, that you shouldn't make um, a kiddush on mashke. And he says that the Friedrich Rebbe brought, or would say that a mashke, like a, a vodka type of hard liquor, is a dover mos. It's not really, it's not something which is pleasant. It's actually something which is not pleasant. And yet when Hasidim would drink it, it wasn't because they, they enjoy it. They're drinking it for, you know, a special, you know, time of a fabrengen or something where it was for the purpose of, uh, you know, saying a lachaim or so on. it. But to go and, and, and make a whole kiddush on it on Shabbos morning, this is not right at all. And he says, how can you call making kiddush on a vodka or something a chamar medina, where your chamar medina is the idea is that you appreciate the drink, that you consider it important. 
How could you be able to do that on something that we should be looking at it, that in theory and in essence, it's not a pleasant drink? You know, to say l'chaim for the sake of whatever it accomplishes with us, but to say that you like it and you make a kiddush on it, that was something that the Rebbe was against. So it shouldn't be done for making Shabbos Day kiddushes on